everybody, and welcome to Behind the Numbers. I'm your host, Dave Bookbinder. This is the program where we dig a little bit deeper to understand what really matters most in business. I'm a senior director with Pine Hill Group. Today, my guest is Andy Levin, who's president of MHS Lift. And for most folks in the Philadelphia area, you probably have heard of MHS Lift if you listen to the radio at all. But Andy, welcome to the program. And for those who may not be familiar with MHS Lift, tell us a little bit about yourself and your company. Well, first I want to thank you for having me on the show. Oh, my pleasure. So MHS Lift, we're in the warehouse solutions business. So what we do is we try to help our customers to first of all lay out their warehouse and make sure that they're, it's most effective, most efficient, and really what we try to do are two things. We want to make sure that our customers can gain the most density as possible so they can get the most amount of pallets in their warehouse, but they also have to have the best selectivity. And our experts are, are trained to try to make sure that our customers get the best solutions. We also then marry the warehouse solution up with forklift trucks. And we are a provider of crown and unicarrier lift trucks, and we service the lift trucks as well. Currently, we have over 85 field service technicians and shop technicians to service the greater Delaware Valley, including all of South Jersey, uh, Eastern Pennsylvania, Delaware, and Eastern Shore of Maryland. Yeah, you don't need to name names, but what types of companies work with you? So we do a lot in the food uh, distribution business, uh, food manufacturing. We also do a lot with trucking companies, uh, a lot of cold storage companies, pharmaceuticals, uh, any dry goods. I, I like to say that any time you see a tractor trailer on the road, I can guarantee you that that was loaded and will be unloaded with the type of material handling product that we sell. Gotcha. So, but in addition to the the material handling equipment like forklifts and whatnot. Mm -hmm. You guys are also involved in some more sophisticated things too, uh, like warehouse design, right? Correct. So we've really developed this part of our business and it's something that we're really proud of. Uh, we've always sold racking and shelving and so forth, but we've really expanded that in the last several years. We have an amazing uh, uh, manager for that department, but we now have two full-time guys that are all they're doing all day is just creating uh, they're doing drawings, AutoCAD drawings. Um, we have a project manager, uh, admin uh, person, that person. We've, we've really developed that division. And we can do the big jobs. We've done a uh, million square foot warehouses, very complex systems. We've married the racking in with conveyor type systems. We do mezzanines, implant offices, anything that you'd see inside of a warehouse. And, and we do it well. So you know, many of our, our racking or warehouse products competitors are not our forklift competitors, and most of the times our forklift competitors are not our racking uh, competitors. We're, we're the only company that we feel in the Delaware Valley that really does both well. And it gives us a, a real advantage because we can marry up the right racking system with the right forklift truck. And um, it's something we're very proud of. So how does, how does a client get involved with that? What's that project look like, if you will? Um, well, sometimes it's a customer that's either relocating to this area or they're putting an addition onto their, onto their existing building, um, or sometimes they're constricted by not having a new building or being able to add on, and they just have to figure out how to get more product into the existing warehouse, and that's where we come in. So we'll help them lay out, lay out the space. Um, you know, it, it seems like the Amazon's really changing the way things are done in our industry, where years ago, product came in by the, con by the full container load, and things went out by the pallet. Today, product's coming in by the pallet, but it's going out more by the piece. So we've had to be smarter, we've had to use our space better, and we've had to reconfigure our warehouses, and that's really uh, an area where we can help our customers. Gotcha. So 
it sounds like you know, there's an evolution happening, and I know you guys are trying to change the way the, the forklift industry is perceived and the way those um, machines are sold. Mm -hmm. Technology is a key component. You, know, you hear about it all over the place, and I know you guys are doing some interesting things with technology. How do you get data from forklifts, for example? Yeah, that's a great question, and, and you're right. Forklifts are being sold differently. Um, you know, years ago, we spent a lot of time talking about the tinsel strength of steel and why our trucks were more uh, durable, and our trucks are more durable. But today, it seems to be more about the data and, ana and analytics. So we are selling a product uh, called InfoLink, and InfoLink is a data collection device that is mounted onto the forklift, and it is tracking um, impacts. So if forklifts are involved in accidents, um, we can get an email, the customer can get an email, uh, during the day, in the middle of the night, whenever the accident took place, it'll tell exactly where it happened, exactly how uh, severe of an impact it was, who was operating the lift. Um, it also makes sure that uh, customers are properly taking care of their batteries, so we get um, voltage readings going in and out. We get um, maintenance history on the trucks. And another big thing right now is we're getting hour meter readings um, through the InfoLink system, so we're able to uh, the, the truck itself will actually place a service call with us. Oh, wow. So if a truck has a, a code, we will get an email that says, you know, truck number four at XYZ customer is throwing a 336 code. Um, and then we are more prepared to be able to go and be more efficient. And many times we can even have the part that we believe is wrong with the truck with us before we actually get to the customer. Um, we also can use that data to schedule PMs. So the truck if it's set up that every 300 hours is due for a PM. PM being preventative maintenance? Uh, yeah, I apologize. No, That's a good preventative guess. Maintenance. Um, the truck will send us an email to say, hey, it's been 300 hours since its last PM. Let's get a PM scheduled. So we're able to be more efficient with that. Um, another thing that is allowing us to really help save customers money is um, because of having this data collection device and getting these hour meter readings, we're able to charge what we call power by the hour. So before where we would charge you know, either time and material, which we still do, but we can charge time and material for service or a full maintenance plan where you pay one monthly payment per month and it covers all the maintenance on the lifts. Now we can do it where we're actually paying by, by the hour. So if, if a customer, we want to come up with an hourly rate, we'll just get the hour meter readings at the end of the month, find out how many hours since last month, and only bill for the customer for the hours that they used. So it's kind of like, you know, if you have a lease and your car gets 15,000 miles on the lease, if you go 15,001, you're going to get charged for that hour. But if you turn it back and it's less than 15,000 hours, you don't get any money back. Hmm. So by having this data collection device, us being able to get the hour meters uh, just by going onto our computer screen, we can truly charge the customers for the, for the power, that, for the usage that they're actually using on the trucks. And so it's, it's been a big game breaker for Big us. benefit for your customers, no doubt. Mm -hmm. Andy, if people would like to learn more about this and anything else that you do, how can they contact you? The uh, best way to get a hold of us is our, our phone number, 888-MHS-LIFT. Uh, That's 888-MHS-LIFT. Great. Let's talk just a little bit more about how technology is changing your industry. And I know two things that, that I read a lot about are uh, fuel cell technology mm -hmm. and automation. Are either of those impacting your industry? Yeah. So. You know, the conventional batteries, lead-acid batteries, they're, they're, still, um, they're still being sold. Um, I, I don't think there'll ever be a time where people aren't still buying lead-acid batteries. But the improvements uh, in technology has been amazing. You know, um, you know part of the challenge with lead-acid batteries is they, they 
can go for an eight-hour shift, which is six, typically six hours of runtime, but then they need to be charged for eight hours, and they should cool down for eight hours. So in a multi-shift operation, a lot of times you have to get two batteries per truck, so one's on charge while the other one's being used. The technology today between opportunity charging, fast charging, um, and in the next, you know, it, it's, it's out there now, but you're going to see a lot more lithium-ion batteries. That's going to be huge. And uh, we're also seeing hydrogen fuel cells, which is incredible technology too. So, um, you know, the benefit of being able to pull up to a charging station, plug in, and in 60 seconds get another eight hours of runtime uh, is incredible. Yeah, no question. How about um, automation? Yeah, so um, everybody wants to talk about automation now. It's the big thing in our industry. We are offering some trucks now that are just amazing. Uh, we have one pallet jack. Um, that can be operated remotely where the operator wears a glove and all he has to do is just push a button and the forklift will actually follow him down the aisle, huh. uh, which makes him much more productive. We also have um, a new technology called Auto Position Assist and we incorporate this into our turret trucks and stock pickers where the customer's warehouse management system, the computer on the, on the truck on the, for the customer will now talk to the forklift itself and it will send it picking slot locations. So the computer tells the truck the next pick slot, the operator just has to accept the pick slot and all they have to do is throttle and the forklift will go down the aisle and up to the pallet that needs to be picked at the most efficient route. So you're gaining productivity, you're decreasing error, error rate, um, and you're, you're taking the need to have to put your most experienced operator on that truck so now you really put an entry-level position on that, on that truck because the truck really does most of the work. This is pretty amazing stuff. Are your customers generally aware of all this neat stuff that's going on behind the scenes? Um, I think we can certainly do a better job of it, uh, of educating the customers. So one of the things that we did in our warehouse that we moved into a new facility about three years ago, we dedicated about 5,000 square feet to create a demo center that outside of going to the factory, um, we're the only demo center in the United States where you can hop on a turret truck with wire guidance and auto position assist, sit in the lift truck. We have a, um, a kind of a, a dummy warehouse management system that talks to the truck and a customer can actually hop on a truck in our place in Pensacola and test out this technology. Um, and we're really excited about that. So we, we would uh, encourage more customers to come in. Great, how many employees do you have at this time? Uh, we have, uh, I believe 165 employees in our three branches. Nice, and, and where are the three branches? So our, our headquarters is in Pensacola, New Jersey. We have a branch in Newcastle, Delaware, and we also have a branch in Seaford, Delaware. Great, we're gonna talk a little bit more about your employees when we come back, but we've gotta take a quick commercial break. Don't go anywhere, we'll be right back with Andy Levin. If they were human, we would call them wise. They would be the ones with tales to tell and stories to write. The ones dealt a bad hand who responded with courage. Do not pity a shelter dog. Adopt one. Say we've got grit and we'll take it as a compliment because it's our uncommon drive, our spark within that brings us together and sets us apart. We are temple made. And when others take shortcuts, when others take breaks, when others take the easy way, 
We take charge. I work 13 hours a day, six days a week. So when I'm off the clock, I gotta get stuff done. So when I need a snack, I need something healthy, tasty, and easy to eat. Like wonderful pistachios without the shells. They're protein-powered, delicious, and great on the go. And that's perfect for me. Thanks, Liz. A woman without a lot of time. Whether you're a gourmet cook or just want to eat like one, visit Rostelli Market Fresh, your home for the freshest locally sourced ingredients to please everyone who loves great food. Our organic meats, quality seafood, and free-range poultry are cut fresh to order. Chefs create culinary-inspired prep foods made fresh every day, which pair nicely with our vast selection of fine wines and spirits. Choose from handmade pastas, artisan cheeses, organic produce, and grocery items, all from the finest purveyors. Rostelli Market Fresh, from our family to yours. RVN TV is a platform for people of any industry to share their story. Over 285,000 viewers are tuning in to RVN TV shows monthly. We guarantee a great experience that you'll be sharing with everyone you know while increasing your personal and company's brand awareness. But what is your brand? According to Forbes, it's a combination of your logo, your product, your design and feel, and your personality. Did you know that aside from being a guest, we offer even more opportunity to boost your brand? Adding your company logo and website on screen during your interview will allow viewers to recognize your brand instantly. Incorporating images and video clips is another great way to showcase your product during your live segment. Let viewers see how good you really are. And most importantly, there's you and your interview. For less than the cost of a newspaper, direct mail, or a magazine ad, you can leave our studio and within 48 hours have a permanent digital copy of your live segment to link to your social media, embed into your company website, or use in email marketing. Investing in your brand is so very important, and we can't wait to have you as a guest. everybody, welcome back to Behind the Numbers. I'm Dave Bookbinder. Today my guest is Andy Levin, president of MHS Lift. This is the part of the program that we call the bottom line, where if uh, viewers are only watching at this time or only catch just a couple of minutes of the program, uh, my guest gets to offer their key takeaway. So Andy, what would be your key takeaway that you'd want the audience to understand? So we want the audience to understand that we're not your typical forklift company. Um, if you came to our dealership, you would see that. Um, we have an amazing culture. Um, we offer products and services that um, are so cutting edge right now, and we're really excited about what we do. And we just have people that are, our people are really our best asset. And um, it's that it we're, you know, we're not your typical. Uh, I think when people come to our office, sometimes they're expecting to see some warehouse, some shop. It's so much more than that, you know. And, yep. uh, and we're going to talk about your people in a bit because I know that's, that's critical. But I want to just finish the, uh, the, the conversation about mm -hmm. technology. And I think you've got a new web portal that's under construction or about to be rolled out. Yes, yeah, so we do have a, a customer web portal that we're super excited about. We are uh, currently, we're, we're looking to enhance this a bit. But um, we realize that customers really want transparency. They don't really want to have to pick up the phone anymore and place service calls. 
So with our customer web portal, it enables customers to, they can go on their desktop or on their phone, they can place service calls, um, they can track the, uh, the current status of all of their service calls, they can run service history reports, they can review all their invoices, they can even pay their bills online. Uh, there's so much, and, and we're looking to really expand this even more. And it's something that, that our, I believe our customers are really excited about. I know we're really excited about. Talk to me a little bit about handheld devices, and this probably wraps up the, the segment on technology, if you will. Yeah, so uh, we just deployed a system where our technicians, on their, either on their cell phone or on their laptop, they're placing all their service calls, um, or all their work orders, so they can uh, write up everything on the work order, they can view the history of the forklifts right on their, right on their cell phone, um, and it does everything uh, electronically. So it incorporates uh, a service dispatching module for our coordinators. So now when the coordinators are at their desk, they know where all their technicians are with GPS functions, but they can also see when service calls come in, they can see right on the screen where they all are geographically, who the closest technicians are. So we're able to make better dispatch decisions to uh, provide better service to our customers. Gotcha. You want to talk a little bit about the uh, the employees of MHS Lift? Sure, would love to. It's my favorite topic. Okay, yeah, well, I kind of like it too. Um, <laughs> so for those who don't know, Andy is literally a case study in being intentional about corporate culture and doing the right things around his people and then seeing the benefit in terms of increased profitability, safety, uh, reduced absenteeism. Um, one of the things that Andy has implemented is, uh, I don't know if you can see this, this is a little pocket-sized uh, cheat sheet, if you will, of what they call the MHS way, and it's got 26 what you call fundamentals. Correct. So I'm going to have you explain to the audience what the fund fundamentals are and, and how they came to be. Okay, so the fundamentals are the rules we live by, and we created 26 fundamentals. So an example of a fundamental uh, would be number one is do the right thing always, even when nobody's looking. Uh, we practice blameless problem solving. Last week, our fundamental was speak straight. This week, it's listen generously. So we, we've created these 26 fundamentals, which again, are they're the actual behaviors that we're driving towards. And we're trying to be very deliberate and clear on what we expect from our people and give them a basis of, of guidelines of, as far as how to act, how to make decisions, how to behave. So to make the fundamentals really work, there has to be rituals, we found. So some of the rituals that we have is we take turns. So every week we have a fundamental of the week and a different associate will write a full page essay over the weekend and we'll send that essay out first thing Monday morning so that everybody when they come in they get it on their phone or on their, desk, on their desktop, they get the full page essay of the fundamental of the week. And then every meeting that takes place that entire week, if it's just me and one other person or if it's a big group, we start off every meeting with a five to ten minute discussion, sometimes it goes even longer, uh, but at least a five to ten minute discussion of the fundamental of the week and why it's important and it really drives culture. Uh, we also uh, started a new process where we're doing this e-minder, so every Wednesday an email gets sent out to all the employees and they get a hypothetical question related to the fundamental of the week and it's multiple choice and just something fun just to try to keep the fundamentals uh, front of mind. But the real key to the fundamentals and where it works is that as things come up in the course of a day or a week and people present challenges, instead of just having the managers or myself just answer the questions, we try to point the people back to the fundamentals. So if somebody came up to me and they you know, gave me a, a challenge, instead of just answering, I would say, hey, what fundamental applies to this situation? 
and everybody is required to keep one of these on their person at all times. So they may need to refer to it, and they'll open it up, and they'll say, well, yeah, do the right thing, or you know, walk in your customer's shoes, and then the manager or I would say, all right, so based on the challenge you just presented, and based on the fundamentals which you just identified, what do you think we should do? And nine and a half out of 10 times, they have the answer. And they'll give us the answer, and we'll, we'll say, go run with it. And the key is to support the people, because after a while, they won't come to you with the challenges. They'll just do it. And if you have a question, you can say, you know, they'll point to the fundamentals, say, I did it because of this. And, and we support people. Yeah, so you've given them a roadmap to allow them to empower themselves. Correct. And I know you have another policy. It's the, the no a-holes policy. Uh, and I know you've enforced it. You want to talk a little bit about that briefly? Yeah. So. We feel very strongly that nobody at MHS Lyft has the right to make somebody else at MHS Lyft feel bad about themselves. And if you do that, that's a violation. So we're very clear. We wrote, uh, it's a policy, it's in our handbook. Um, I will say no a-hole policy, although we're a little, we, we uh, Everybody gets it. We, we don't sugarcoat it at work. Um, and uh, yeah, we've had to enforce it. There have been some casualties of the no a-hole policy, and um, it's uh, it's really been a game changer at, at work. And we've had to we've had to reduce some some people from our workforce, but everybody else really steps up, and 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 um, it's been a it's it's really been a big improvement. So, you know, some an, an example um, that I like to give was. Uh, we had one uh, person who was one of our service coordinators, and although he was a high performer, great at what he did, the challenge was that he wasn't so great to the people who worked around him. And w when we finally terminated this person, what it did for the whole department and how everybody rose up and they realized at that point we were serious about this, we were not going to tolerate this behavior anymore. Uh, it really made an impact in our company. Yeah, so that, that's, that's critical, right? You've got to make sure that they understand that you are serious about it, and an action like that certainly makes that statement. But yeah. in the beginning, when you start to roll these initiatives out, a lot of times uh, employees may do the eye roll, like, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. How long does it take before you really bake it into the DNA of the organization? Yeah, so that's, that's a good point, because I know when I rolled out uh, the fundamentals, even to our executive management team, they all kind of looked at me like, Oh, here's another one of these mm -hmm. fads that we've done, and we've tried a lot of things. Um, but the fundamentals is the only thing that really stuck, and we've been pro we've been practicing the fundamentals now for five and a half years, and that's about five years longer than anything else ever stuck. Stuck. So um, I think really what it the why it's been successful is because not just me, but our entire executive management team has really bought into it. And it starts at the top. Culture, you know, culture starts at the top and filters its way down. It doesn't go the other way. So when uh, when when I bought into it, and my brother Brett, who's my our partner, um, he bought into it, and we just introduced it to the rest of the executive management team and said, "Look, this is how we're going to behave, right?" Like a lot of people, and, w and we did it too. You know, we put core values, mission statements on the wall, and that looks really nice when customers come in and they say, "Oh." That, that, that's, but that doesn't do anything to really talk about behaviors. This is the only thing that really was, was crystal clear as far as what behaviors we were looking for. And then we had to do it ourselves. You know, if, uh, if, if we talk about do the right thing, 
then we have to do the right thing. And that's one of the, the value propositions of doing business with MHS, is that when you do business with us, you can be assured we're always going to do the right thing. And you've got people that are really engaged and committed, so that, that certainly helps. How has this impacted your ability to attract and, and hire new talent? I mean, imagine they're a little surprised when they first walk into your offices too, right? Yeah, well, we actually put the no a-hole policy. A lot of times uh, we make mention of it in our, uh, in our job advertisements. So a lot of times people are just intrigued. What's that all about? And they call us up. And, um, and I think sometimes when they, they say, oh, it's a forklift company, they're thinking, again, they're going to come in and see this dirty shop. And then yeah. they walk in the door and so like, oh, my God, this isn't just a job. Like, I might be able to make a career here. And when we go over the, um, the employee handbook and they see the, the no a-hole policy, most people, they love it. I've had many people say, can I, make, can I take a photograph of that? Because I want to post that on Facebook because I want all my friends to see what a cool place I work. Perfect. I work at. So um, it's really been uh, great. And, uh, and you guys have won some awards too, right? We have. Take a moment and brag a little bit. Um, so probably what we're most proud of um, is we have been the recipient three out of the last four years for Crown Summit Award. And what that is is that's their number one dealer number one dealer in the country award. We're hoping that we win it for 2018. Uh, results are coming out soon, uh, but we feel confident that we will. And um, we're, we're very proud of that. Because Crown is the largest manufacturer of electric forklifts in the world. They're by far number one in this country. So to be number one of the number one manufacturer um, is something we're extremely proud of. That's awesome. Anything else that you would want to share with business owners who are watching today who are on the fence about kind of the, the corporate culture thing and how that could impact their business? Um, all I can tell you is that since we really got serious about culture, um, it's, improved our, it, it's improved our sales. It's significantly reduced our turnover rate. It's improved our employee engagement, which we, which we measure. It's made a significant improvement to our bottom line and, and net profit. And, um, and, out, and the most important thing, it makes coming to work a lot more fun. Right. <laughs> I enjoy coming to work today. I can't say that I always felt that way. But when you have a place where you want to come to work, and that was one of the things uh, my brother and I had a conversation before we rolled out the fundamentals. And we said, you know what? If we don't enjoy coming to work anymore, we only have two people to blame, and it's <laughs> us. So we're going to make this a place that people are going to want to come to work. They're going to want to get engaged. Um, and it, and it's, it's paid off. I come to work to every day with a smile. And people greet me with a smile. And there's, there's nothing better than that. That's great. And everybody from the, the bottom to the top of the org chart lives by the fundamentals, correct? Yeah, Everyone's every, accountable for everybody's that. Everybody's accountable for the fundamentals. Great. Everybody. Tell our audience again how they can contact you if they want to learn more about MHS Lift or, or how you've implemented fundamentals. Yeah, so please call us. The best way to get a hold of us is 888-MHS-LIFT. That's 888-MHS-LIFT, and we would love to talk to you. You can ask for me. Great. What's coming down the road in, in forklift technology? We've covered a lot about technology today, and we only have about 60 seconds, if that. What, what's in your crystal ball for the future of the industry? Yeah, so I would say from the lift trucks themselves, you're going to see a tremendous amount of automation. Um, that's really the, the, the big thing right now is trying to get uh, everything automated, so reduce the amount of drivers. Um, as far as the data collection, the, the data that we're able to get is incredible. So um, not only will the forklifts be calling us, but they're going to gather collect, data collect what actually fixed the forklift. So they're going to send us an email, and it'll say, 
this truck had this code, and by the way, there's a 67% likelihood that it's this switch, so don't show up without it. Like that is, to me, is really cool. And what we're gonna provide with our customer web portal, we're gonna put our customer web portal on, on steroids, and uh, we're hoping to give the customers uh, that Uber slash Amazon experience with our, with our web portal. Yeah. And, um, there's a lot of exciting things coming in the future. And customers have the ability to interact with you and give you feedback so that you can make adjustments on the fly to improve their experience, is that right? Correct, and they can do that on the portal, and um, the best way to do it is call 888-MHS-LIFT. What's that number again? 888-MHS-LIFT. <laughs> That's great, awesome. Andy, I think we are about out of time today on Behind the Numbers. I wanna thank you so much for joining us. You shared some really great stuff, and it went way too fast. Hopefully, we'll have you back again some, uh, some other time down the road. Thank you for watching Behind the Numbers. I'm Dave Bookbinder, Senior Director of Pine Hill Group. And we'll see you next time here on RVN-TV. dogs aren't broken. They've simply experienced more life. If they were human, we would call them wise. They would be the ones with tales to tell and stories to write. The ones dealt a bad hand who responded with courage. Do not pity a shelter dog. Adopt one. <laughs>